How's a positron work? No one knows. <laughs> Just, Just does. does. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy the Three Rivers Academy, please click the link below to donate to the MetaHumans Rising GoFundMe campaign. Thanks. Uh, I suppose I actually have to do something now. Yes, you do. Uh, I hate it when I have to do shit. I know, right? House Doc Productions presents Open Actions, an actual play podcast featuring Archie, Krista, Mike, and Dave Silva, author of the Open Action System. Last episode, you guys managed to, using future knowledge, learn who Blink was and then track down a couple pieces of property she owned, which, using Flux's most annoying of the abilities to split himself into multiple things and be everywhere he wants to be, Visited both of them pretty much simultaneously, searching for more information. One of the properties looked like a model model apartment complete with stock photos in the pictures. On closer examination, I believe Flux and X-Gen managed to find a stash of money hidden under the floorboards in one of the bedrooms. In the other apartment, there wasn't much of anything. It looked like somebody was either moving, just moving in or just moving out. And in one of the rooms, you guys found a bunch of boxes filled with paper that looked like it was encrypted or coded, I guess would be the word. Using Savant's ability to remember shit and read really, really quickly. You set her to memorizing the massive amount of papers and managed to just barely get through all of the encrypted files before Blink showed up and you guys got away without apparently being noticed. When you returned to the museum, you found out that there had been a second robbery, and upon asking about the names of the objects being stolen, found a link regarding the Latin elements. The Latin elements? Like La Passion? Sorry, the Greek. The names were in Latin. But yeah, the uh, the first item that had been stolen was the Ventus amulet, meaning wind. The second one that was stolen while you guys were searching the apartments was the Aqua Ring, meaning water. And we had to we had to take a break just as you guys were about to start searching for more information on other elementally named items. Well, unless you want to go to a library or some other place where you get hands on a computer. The only person with you who can remotely access the internet would be XGen. Actually, I'd like to go to a newsstand. We're not looking up objects with those names. We're looking for objects in this area with those names. So I want to check out the cultural events section. I have a question for you guys. When you were talking to Lieutenant Dobson and he gave you his number to call, he gave you a contact number. Did anyone bother to give him anything in return if he needed to contact you? I don't have a phone disadvantage. I don't think any of us have a cell phone for the modern era. Did, did you give him an email address? Well, you don't even have an email address yet, do you? No, I have nothing. I have future email. Yeah, yeah, he can send her an email, it'll arrive in a thousand years. Yeah, that's not going to work. But we are standing with the copy left behind with us. You are? Mm-hmm. All right, so you want to just head out and find a, a newsstand? I was going to ask... Well, there's got to be a newsstand on every corner, the way Zeus was in, our, in my generation. I was going to say, couldn't I just find him? Couldn't I just be like, like search what precinct he worked at, and we could just... Uh, Cash back up with him. So double check. We're always watching. Um, the problem with that is he's not a cop. He's a metahuman crime prevention officer. 
So he's kind of a special government cop dealing specifically with metahuman crimes. He's not so situated out of any precinct. But I thought they also established, or I thought we established in the last session that he was at he was at um, the next crime scene. Yes, that is correct. So you know where he is right now. You, you also have a cop on hand if you currently at the current crime scene if you need to contact him right away for anything. I was going to say, why don't you just why doesn't Flux just pop in and oh by the way. <laughs> Also, Flux nor Savant know about email yet. You but, do have you do have the ability to contact him. He just doesn't have any way to contact you. So, what do we want to do? Do we want to try and find out if there's two other two or three other objects here that might meet this pattern? We're we'll trying to find uh, Donnie D. So, where was the second heist at? The second heist was a private. It was a private collection in uh, a one of the rich people's homes. So it was like a brownstone in Manhattan or something. Yeah. If you ask, the cop will give you directions. Can he give me latitude and longitude? <laughs> I somehow doubt it. Uh, he thinks for a second, pulls a phone out of his pocket, spends a couple seconds on it, and then gives you latitude and longitude. He appears to be typing on the screen of the phone with his bare finger. How fascinating. Well, I think Flux is just going to like lean over him awkwardly. If he backs up, there's another one of you leaning over his shoulder behind him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And next gen's just wondering why he's actually holding a physical phone and not talking into his hand. You make the cop very uncomfortable as he's trying to look at either of you. What's uh, what's Savant's reaction to the phone? I mean, don't... I, okay. They didn't have the big-ass walkie-talkie phones until Korea, right? You mean the Prick 10? The backpack? Yeah, they had like the big thing like this. That was that was Vietnam mirror, right? Yeah, the important, but that's it's not just that; it's connected to a backpack. Usually, somebody else carried it. Okay, so they had the big backpack phones. That's why she might be familiar with. Holy cow! They managed to shrink that entire backpack into your hand. Where's the bag? <laughs> and that was a radio, not a phone. Oh, whatever. He's giving you all kind of weird looks. Oh, I can't wait to tear up a fart, something like that, to see how it ticks. It's probably too expensive. You three are officially the weirdest people I've ever encountered. Hey. That's after yeah, assisting so in the arresting of a demon. Would would uh, would Extrin's phone even work? Like, would it be able to... Con- like, I would say it's like a sat phone, or like that it connects by a Wi-Fi connection. Would it even be able to... I would say that if you bought, if you picked up, if you spent a couple hours picking up a few, uh, you could figure out how to make it work in this time zone. You just have to pick up some stuff and do a little computer work or repair work on it. With I'm picturing Action buying like four phones, they each use like different, uh, like one's GSM and one's TDMA, and her just kind of feeding it to her hand. <laughs> oh. Not in front of anybody. <laughs> but yeah, you have more than enough computer skill and proficiency in repairing things that you could set up a your phone to work. It'd just take you a little bit. Okay. I but you don't you don't have the current protocols to make a call on this kind of network that currently exists. Yeah, I guess you said in the comic book that they talked on a phone like this. Oh, I guess not. I don't know. I I remember seeing something where the phone was in their hand. And they talked on it like this, and I'm a fucking idiot. So I was just picturing Extra and being like, <laughs> talking like, no, they're not, they're, no, 
He said extra large. Oh, that wouldn't look weird. Anchovies are still a thing. Yeah, sure, I'll try that. There's no beef left. All you can have is anchovies. Do what? <laughs> no beef exists in your world. Everything is anchovies. No, they, they print the beef. Uh, in Transmetropolitan, in Transmetropolitan, you took a pill and you would grow a phone along your jawbone, and the dial pad was in your hand. Wow. And so the main character set his editor's speed dial to him masturbating. That's not That's some inconsistent masturbation, though. (laughs) I guess you know what you like. He's pressing all the buttons at the same time, repeatedly. Uh, uh. Giggity. But yeah, that phone was in his hand, although he didn't have to hold his hand up, because the uh, receiver was in his jawbone. A lot like the Metal Gear Codex. That's way more efficient than what I was thinking. I was thinking the t- the doll the well, I was thinking she wouldn't have a doll pad that she would just think much like talking to Bluetooth, except maybe I won't have extra yell it out. Call mom. What what? Right. I I would picture that you have like an internal Bluetooth that operates less off of you having to talk and more off of you having to think. Which seems like that could be disastrous also on a drunken night. <laughs> I'm sure in the future they put in drunk protocols. Did you send me a drunken brain scan? <laughs> or drunken consciousness stream? Oh, you weren't you weren't in the choke sex before. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what are you guys doing? Action suggestion was to find Detective Dobson or Special Agent Dobson. I want to look up and see if there's any other artifacts that meet that pattern. So why don't I bounce us over to the uh, home that was burgled and try and find a newsstand while I'm at it. I suppose that makes sense. I mean, I've been, I've been looking for newsstands. I haven't been able to find a whole lot of them. Well, I guess, I guess Samat will go with you to the newsstand. I'll go with you to the home that's been burgled. Okay. You're going to get used to talking like that. Burgled? No. I guess Savant will go with you, and then I will go with you to the house that's been burgled. <laughs> 50 cents for a, for a newspaper? All right. So well, it's New York, so there are newsstands. You can find it. You can manage to find a newsstand. There's not nearly as many as you think there should be. Not quite as easy as you'd hoped, but they still exist. Get the New York Times, because as far as I know, the New York Times is still around from the 1950s. I'll ask the, uh, the guy behind the newsstand, is there a... Because, you know, there's, like, all the magazines and all the different papers there. So I'll ask the guy if I want to know about art and entertainment news, which one's got the best section for me. I, I will try and approach the newsstand guy with my powers turned off. If I can do that while I'm split up. Can I do that while I'm split up, or am I going to look like a void in, in time and space? Do your, do your copies have to have the power active? Well, presumably if I'm split up, I'm using my power to split up. You could leave... Uh... Extra alone for a bit. A bit. Okay. And then I'll do that. I'll, I'll leave you with the uh, uh, special agent. And I'll, I'll be in my uh, brown tweed jacket with the patched elbows. Because, you know, high school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood the whole patches thing, but that's a different issue. I you, love spend a lot, you spend a lot of time with your elbows on a desk. Yeah. Um, can you switch between his appearance and the teacher's appearance? I mean, the teacher's no, appearance. his appearance is like a mixture of the two. But he still dresses like a teacher from the 80s. Not like a kid from the 80s? Well, he's got a body of like a mid-20-something guy. But he tries to dress as an adult. Oh, I can't be the mixture of both. Okay, he's got a uh, t-shirt on 
with like a dinosaur. How old was the kid? Fourteen. And the dinosaur's got sunglasses. Oh, you should have like a Motley Crue shirt on. <laughs> okay, Twisted Sister shirt. <laughs> oh, Twisted Sister shirt with a. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, bro. We're not gonna take that. Tweed jacket, <laughs> Twisted Sister shirt. Sorry, I probably kind of. I just didn't know what uh, flex looked like. So you're talking to the um, newsstand guy, looking all yeah, like, weird. Yeah, and uh, just asking him uh, which one has the best arts and entertainment thing. Like, if I want to know about events going on around the city, which paper do I want to read? Um, he'll take a second and grab one that's kind of a, uh, out, I don't know what you call it. Like it's a, the village voice, right? Hmm? <laughs> the village voice, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm just trying to think of a good the name for it. For How long has the voice oh, been around? We're, we're in New York, so, like, that is, like, the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I'm New York. I'm not a cool... Well, that in the village and, voice probably didn't exist in your time period. In the 80s? So the village voice existed in the 80s when I grew up. <laughs> I mean, the village voice was founded in 55, so it was around when she was here. But yeah, he'll grab a copy of the village voice and hold it up. This will tell you all about all them hoity-toity high society f- functions. <laughs> I'll buy two copies, and I guess Savant and I will hit that and see if we can find related art stuff. Well, let's start with a fortune serendipity roll. Fortune serendipity. I don't have serendipity. If fortune is eight. I'm going to blow a willpower on this roll. I've got a 34 with one six. So I got a 19 with one six. Ah, you guys did good. Combing through the trades, you can actually find a recounting of an auction that occurred last week for a circlet known as the Ignis Circlet. It was an estate auction. You can actually get the name of the buyer, Jonathan Davies. Really? The lead singer of Corey? No relation. Oh. This is Davis, but yeah. I was thinking of John Reese Davies. <laughs> I almost said Jonathan Davis, but it's like, no, no. Not the lead singer of Corn. He has many interests, thank you very much. One of them is burning bracelets. And solving mysteries. <laughs> Marrying Corn Also responsible for Limp Biscuit. Shut up. We don't talk about that. A second thing that catches your eye is that there's a exhibit in another museum in a different part of town regarding Roman jewelry. But there's no mention of what might be in it other than it's just Roman-era jewelry. Perhaps you could find out what's going on there from, from their Facebook thing. I, I don't know what that is. But we should find X-Gen and let her know what we found. Hopping over to X-Gen, after Flux drops you off and then disappears to recombine, what do you do? Well, set us up like, uh, what's the house look like, what's the crime scene look like? Alright, so you guys arrive at a, a very well-to-do neighborhood, very posh-looking Brownstone with a couple cars parked out, a couple police cars parked outside, unless you decide to try and teleport inside. I want to teleport as close to the uh, detective as is uncomfortably possible. Okay. As is uncomfortably possible. I like how you put it. So you appear behind him because you're a dick. Well, not to scare him, just like, boop. Oh, well, I wanted to be near him, so I'm near him. So you startle him. Bah. Sorry. He takes a step back. Don't. Do that. Sorry, I just wanted to get closer to you. I didn't mean to get this close. 
I'll be back. Next-gen was alone. So, you and the detective are staring at each other awkwardly. Well, that was weird. Can I help you? So, we're at a crime scene. What have you found so far, officer? Well, it appears to be the same M.O. as the previous robbery, though it's a little sloppier than last time. No strange temperature? There's no strange temperature variances anywhere? Not exactly something we can detect all that easily. Do you mind if I I take a look around? As long as you stay within with one of us, it shouldn't be too big a problem. This is a private. This is a private residence, so no wandering around by yourself. Okay, I guess I will take great strides, literally, to just walk quickly and uh, hopefully lose the office. Whoever, whichever officer is going to uh, <laughs> accompany me and take a look around. The officer will follow you, making sure to stay back far enough so he gets a great look at your ass. Uh, for seven foot tall ass. Uh, it means you just means your ass is just closer to his head. Uh, if only I had opted for that enhancement that pops a middle finger out of my ass. <laughs> Why would you want that? Why wouldn't you want that? Doesn't seem logical. Uh, what, what what you do is you just have like a little panel that slides up and it's two eyes staring back at whoever's looking at your ass. Oh my god. Just to really creep them out. Two googly eyes would be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well I would like to take a look around each room and see if using the thermographics to see if I can find any temperature differences in any room and see if perception is like super low. Yeah, but you can actually stop next to it. Okay. Yeah, just... I guess, do I need to make a roll to see if I can find anything in particular? Or would I need two separate rolls for that and my thermographics? Or is that just something that's... Uh, oh. You could just do a sense perception power for your thermographics as you do a quick sweep of the house. Okay. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just look around in my face makes a really strange whirring noise as I scan the rooms, and my eyes make, like, whirring, shuddering sounds. 35 and 26. Wow. Thanks for that really good roll. You catch a very, very slight variance in temperature in one of the rooms, but it's not one of the rooms that has any display cases. Okay. That's the only room you detect any kind of slight variance. You don't detect any uh, temperature variance in the r- display room where the robbery took place. Is there anything in particular in this room? No, nah, it just seems to be a spare bedroom. Um, actually, you made a really good roll. You do see, because you have uh, such good senses, you can see scuff marks in the rug where obviously somebody wearing boots of some kind, are, they're not super noticeable, you just happen to have good senses. Alright, well, it's a scuff mark, not any kind of a print. So. Alright, well, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I guess I will file that away and wait. Alright, so I assume you go to, like, the display room and just hang out there and pretend to be doing something? Yeah, I just kind of look around and stare at things while I'm watching YouTube videos in my in my head. Uh, I'll set up an email address, something something threesome at yahoo.com, at better, at AOL.com. How can so many people use this email thing and it's not secure? Is anybody worried about their privacy? And I'm going to tinker with my hand to try and see if I can make it work. Where do you appear, Flux? Right next to the detective, but like uh, a foot further away than I was last time. So still somewhat up his ass. (laughs) (laughs) 
Your sudden appearance still startles him. Damn, teleporters. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, Wallace. I'm not really teleporting. You're everywhere. I'm just here. I'm also there. See? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you appear. You see Flux pretending to... Not Flux, uh, X-Gen pretending to be busy. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Flux? Are you sure Flux doesn't see Flux pretending to be busy? <laughs> Flux doesn't see Flux moving through card catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what? I'm looking this thing up for myself. For yourself. <laughs> for ourselves. That would be weird if they had their own versions of your personality. Uh, Extreme goes over to Flux and explains to him that there have... Uh, I found a couple of cold spots. Oh, I found a cold spot in a, a room that doesn't seem to really matter. It's just a bedroom. It's it's not really attached to the display room or anything. It's just a cold spot in the bedroom. And there's some scuff marks there, but it's it's pretty much only scuff marks. There's nothing there that I could even get a hold of and see if like it's a specific kind of shoe or anything. But we can assume that it's blank, probably, maybe. So, how you been? Well... It's been interesting. We found a newspaper that was harder than we would expect. I, I hold up the village voice. Huh. A new uh a newspaper. Yeah, I've heard of this. And uh, I will break down the thing about uh, the Roman art exhibit and the recent purchase that matches the pattern. And I, I will tell the detective that he probably needs to get people over there immediately to both locations. He will immediately hop on the wire, start radioing in. So, uh, <laughs> let's take a look at the cold room. Uh, I guess the detective leads the way, and I... Well, he he doesn't know which room had the cold spot, only you did. Well, he was talking to the detective, so, you know, I just assumed. Sorry. Oh, uh, I meant that in the, like, come with us if you want to know what the fuck is going on. Uh. Well, yeah, he he's going to follow you anyways, because he... You guys either need to stay together or stay with a cop layer within the residence. Okay, well, I lead the way and take them to the bedroom, make hand-wavy motions. It's in this general vicinity. You can vaguely still feel it. Can I sense Blink's use of power? Yeah, you don't really need a role to know that she's been directly here since you know what you're looking for now. Okay. And, yeah, you, you detect her having ported in here. So this is where Blint came into the room. And apparently left. Oh, no, I guess she, would, she wouldn't She remain cold while she was there. She, she'd warm up to whatever the temperature was, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, she's bringing the ambient oxygen from around her. Yeah. Didn't we, did, did, you, did we speculate as to where she might be coming from? I remember this conversation. Well, we found the two houses she keeps in Russia. Yeah, yeah. We should probably set up monitoring at those two, or talk to the guy. Can you do that, detective? Talk to which guy? The the, the detective who was staring at my bottom. No, no, the detective's asking you to talk to which guy. Because uh, you asked him if he could talk to a guy. Instead the, of surveillance? Uh, the owner of the... Uh, Aqua Ring. Aqua Ring, sorry. Uh, yeah, we, we've been talking to him, and now that we know where her point of entry is, we can, we have a, we've been trying to run through the security tapes to see if we can see when it happened. We didn't have a real, we didn't really have a timeline, we just know it's happened recently. Okay, 
Well, we know that probably just after she robbed this house, she teleported back to her safe house in Russia. We were there when she arrived. But we didn't know that she committed the robbery. Just the timeline seemed to match up like that. Russia. That's a pretty good distance to travel. You seem to be able to detect her movements. He looks at the two of you. Can you detect if she teleported anywhere else in the house? I I don't believe I've felt any more uh, cold spots. I don't imagine that. I don't imagine that the cold air would have really followed her through. So you're tracking the temperature change from when she comes in from the cold. That's that's pretty much the only thing I can do. Okay. Um, I, I guess I could make a roll for something else and, but I, and spend a willpower and say that I just have that power, but I'd have to like sit here and think for a second about what I could do. I think I've tried to suggest in the past that I uh, infrared, but you'd need to spray something. I'd need to spray like the whole house with something, like a chemical, and then do the, it's black light to see like if she, where she walked. I guess could I spend a, could, is that, is that a logical? Could I spend a willpower and, what is this spray? What is that? They do it in detective movies and TV shows, and they'll spray this shit on the ground, and they'll pull out a black light. They're like, the criminal walked down this hall. Well, you have forensics, and you have the tools boon, so you could just make up some super science-y future thing that would allow you to detect uh, the depression of her footprints using some magical spray. This is a thing. It's it's real, but yes, uh, I'll I'll do that. That's that's a lot easier than throwing a willpower out. Forensics is sense, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Sense forensics plus ten from using the uh, actual tools boon if you want to use that. Thirty-three and no success. You have a little bit of trouble following her because her footprints seem to disappear as she moves. But uh-huh. she does seem to be walking most of the way. She's just when she gets to a spot where she wouldn't be able to avoid like a camera or a possible guard route. She seems to blink from wherever she is into a hiding place nearby and then moves from there. Okay. Okay. It's a little little slow going, but you can track her progress from the room to the display area. Okay. Are there any particular rooms? that Did she just go pretty much straight from the bedroom to the display room, or does it look like she stopped elsewhere and walked around? Uh, No, she seemed to be directly heading towards the display room. Okay, and then it just uh, blinks out once she gets in there. Well, before you get there, Archie, do me a favor and make a stealth roll. Sure, and do a stealth roll. Okay. You're quite proficient in stealth, so... So, 19, 3 day. I rolled triples. 6 plus 19, 25. Your proficiency in stealth gives you a pretty good idea that Blink is really good at sneaking. There's very few normal people who would have seen her, even if there had been heavy patrols through this area. You can tell just by seeing where she moved and how she moved. Knowing how she operates, I could probably trace her down just as easily. But yeah, if you had to follow the same path she did and you had the ability to teleport like she would, you would probably have done the exact same thing she just did to get oh, to the get from the room you were in to the display room. I would, I would love to be able to give her some insight on how she should move based on my estimation of her ability, just so she, she doesn't have to work too hard at it. And once you guys finally get to the display room, she once she's inside the display room, her footprints just 
stop. Uh, Flux, you can detect a larger presence of her teleportation, but mm-hmm. she never, she doesn't appear to ever, have, she doesn't appear to have teleported to the display. Once she entered the room, there's kind of a uh, larger presence of it, and then a second smaller presence, and then nothing. A couple of questions. One, are the security cameras, like, obvious, or are they hidden cameras? Looking around, you see some obvious cameras, and uh, X-Gen, with your knowledge of computers, you have a pretty good idea that you've spotted a couple hidden ones as well. And her teleportation patterns match having a knowledge of where those hidden cameras are? Yes. Okay. So I will mention that, that she must have been seeking this place out, because she knew even where the hidden cameras were. Yeah, her her patterns perfectly match not being seen by any of the cameras. Does it seem like she teleported what was ever inside the display case out of it? If you want to make a science roll, you can probably get a pretty good idea of what the what she did. Fifty one. Uh, yeah, uh, the energy signature seems uh, to match up really well with what you would expect of somebody creating an actual portal between two areas. And then the second energy signature is her teleporting herself. Teleporting out of the building or teleporting through the portals? The first one is a gate of some kind between where she was and the display case. And the second one was her teleporting herself away. I will let everyone know that it seems like she can create portals in addition to teleporting. Oh, lovely. That's a sweet power to have. Yeah, until she does something stupid like uh, opening up a portal to space or the ocean. It's a good thing she's nonviolent. She'd probably do a lot of damage that way. So she's been creating portals in the display cases? Well, she didn't have to open the display case because she just created a portal to take out whatever she wanted from the display case. It also explains that uh, cash of money she has at the model home. Yeah, and there would be no evidence to show that she actually took it. Because there's no fingerprints or anything. No residue, no fibers. Well, you yeah, like, have the spatial distortion. That's evidence, right? We noticed it. Yeah, but who, how are you going to prove it? Okay, I'm going to need a whiteboard. <laughs> and everyone else is going to need a tissue for their nose, please. Like you, I, I, I thought, I thought you guys don't have that uh, that segregation stuff anymore. Wait, um, I thought that a metahuman was a, I thought a metahuman was a part of Congress. You know, uh, Senator Davis others. No, just Exgen just like outed a senator in front of a police officer as a metahuman. Is he even a freaking metahuman from now? Yeah, yeah, we learned about him. Um, in school, he was a he was the first metahuman to openly, you know, admit uh, to being metahuman as a part of uh, the Senate, and he ran for president in 2021. The police detective will just kind of stare at you. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. A little but, shocked. It's not. It's not important. Lieutenant Dobson will come striding into the room, heading straight for you guys. I don't know if you guys have any good news, but I actually got a piece of good news. No, I think we actually caught Blink doing something on camera. I think your reaction would be, what? Really? What did you catch her doing? That's the thing I'm not really sure. Apparently she missed, must have missed one of the cameras, or I think what happened is it was fairly newly installed, so she may not have known about it. There's a camera that caught her. He'll actually point towards... What looks like nothing. There's a camera hidden over there, pointed towards the door that caught Blink opening the door, and then doing 
something that caused distortion in the air? Oh, yeah, that would be where she opened up a portal between the two locations. Ah. Oh. Just cash. I didn't, I didn't realize she could do that. Well, but yeah, now she, we got the evidence. Now it's a matter of... Uh, but yeah, we've actually caught her doing something criminal. Now all we have to do is actually catch her. Camera caught about half of her face, her arm, the weird distortion, the ring. We can also match it up with a camera on the case showing the ring disappearing and appearing in her hand, then her disappearing completely. In her hand or on her hand? Uh, on her palm. It's pretty sloppy for Blink. This is the first time she's ever been caught on camera. She has to make a mistake sometime. Mm. But does she? Well, presumably we threw a wrench in the works at the bank. All right, have you already alerted the uh, owner of the igneous circlet? Um, we've contacted his secretary. <laughs> There's not much we can do beyond that if he doesn't want to directly talk to us. And we have a number of agents around the display for the Terra bracelet do you know where at the Roman exhibit. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Ah, it's okay. My, I guess I'm in my throat all of a sudden. At the Roman exhibit, were you able to locate another object that matched this pattern? Yeah, it was a bracelet of Terra. So she knows that they're there. Let's just assume that much. She's trying to collect these objects as quickly as possible, and she's a planner. She doesn't like to be on camera. And she's pretty good at what she does. <clears throat> I mean, we set up a few... Uh, weird science gadgets around the area that'll hopefully disrupt her ability to get in. We have no idea how well they'll work. They're supposed to disrupt facial distortions, but they're untested, so... Where are they? They're set up at the exhibit. Give me a second. Wait, before before Flux leaves, Extron will turn to Flux and hand him a like super small, discreet bug, and uh, just give him a look, because it feels like it's obvious. Like you, you should plant this bug on that on on that circlet, 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 jewelry. Do you have another one? Uh, <laughs> Extern reaches reaches around the shell of her ear and wipes and hands him <laughs> hands him another another uh, microscopic bug. All right, just to clarify, you realize that bugs are listening devices, not tracking devices. Damn it! You shut your science fiction science knowing butt up. All right. <laughs> And wow. Just call it Put a me at my place. So, Extron turns to Flux and then looks up at the sky and flips off the GM. <laughs> oh. Extron turns to Flux and uh, pulls out a tiny tracking device. Huh? You actually have a tracking device. God, go to hell. Fuck it. I quit. I'm going to bed. Fuck everyone. <laughs> I got a plan. I need two more. Extra swipes harder at her ear and goes <sighs> hands hands off the uh, hands them off to Flex. You got awfully salty in here. <laughs> okay, here's the plan. I'm gonna start with the two houses that we know. Plant bugs there. Just pop in, drop them, and, and pop out because they're microscopic. She's not the only one that can pop in and pop out really quick. And then I will try and uh, plant bugs on the two objects in question and see if I can actually teleport in despite their resistance devices. All right. Um, Would it be well, better to just ask? To ask what? Ask the detective, uh, the lieutenant. Well, he said they'd never been tested, so I'm like, hey, one second. I'm going to go test them. 
One quick thing is you don't actually know where the circlet is. Oh. Well, I'll ask him that. Where's the circlet? <laughs> With the guy who bought it, we've only been able to reach his secretary. Well, then I'll, I'll just plant the one on the, the Terra bracelet. They're all rings in my mind. <laughs> this is not Captain Planet. My tea, well, keep, it Lord, my tea, keep it up and my tea will show up with his ring of heart and sick all the animals on you. So am I able to teleport into where the uh, Terra Glaces is held? Give me a movement roll. That's a 41. You've never really felt this before as you tried to teleport into this display. Uh-huh. But it feels like you're trying to pass through, walk through a wall of molasses. Okay. And you're able to slowly make your way through it and then fall flat on your face in the middle of the display, surrounded by cops all pointing guns at you. No, no, it's cool. You told me it was never tested. Just doing the testing. Near her. And I'll flick the other bug and teleport away. You can't teleport out. Okay. You you hit the wall as you try to teleport out, but you don't actually move through it this time. It's like you're in a little bubble. I'll poke the air like, hey, that actually works, and I'll walk out. <laughs> <laughs> that you can do. They'll let you go because Dobson figured what you were going to do and gave them all radio. I, I'm picturing them like on the radio like, as I appear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's a hero. So here's my question to Dobson. Any chance I can get some some specs on whatever you're using? Because I've been able to track her signature. I'm wondering if I can set a trap for her. Something that even if she's not going to that display, maybe I can hone her in. There was this weird thing that happened to me in France. I didn't mean to end up there. But these guys kind of called, and I'm wondering if I can repeat something like that and set her up into a, a trapped field. These things are pretty uh, uh, high-tech for us. I'm not sure if I can get you schematics. I might be able to loan you one of them, as long as you don't tell anyone I loaned it to you. I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Single one's only going to cover about a three-meter area. Yeah, give me an hour to go requisition another one. I don't want to take down any from the display and leave any holes for her to sneak through. You might want to bump up the ones at the display if you've got some to spare, too. I was able to get in. I wasn't able to get out. But I walked out. Mm. I'll have to call our tech guy and see what he says. It's also the possibility that your teleportation and hers don't exactly work the same way, so we have no real idea. That's a safe possibility. Oh, what's the worst that happens? She gets away? Again. Yeah, something about Space Hitler and a coming catastrophe. Wait, did you say Space Hitler? Yeah, I'm not really sure of the details. you got to ask her. Space Hitler? Because I can think of a few alien species we've been invaded by that might fit the bill for Space Hitler. Lieutenant Dobson's actually going to be getting a emergency call on his radio. Luckily, you guys are right here, so he doesn't have to try and track you down. The police convoy that I have ferrying Frey and the Demon to Black Mountain just came under attack. Of course it did. Lovely. Apparently, somebody wants their friends back. Do you know if it's blank, or what's the attack like? All I got was, oh my god, oh my god, strange fire, rock, water, and air creatures are attacking us. Sounds related to me. I think so. Let's do this. He'll give you uh, uh, the coordinates. As you guys teleport in, you see 
a convoy of three SUVs coming under attack by multiple golems made out of rocks, golems made out of fire, uh, humanoid fire shapes, uh, humanoid wind shapes flying around, and as and also watery humanoids. And they basically have the convoy completely surrounded. There appear to be three of each of them. This and is going to be fun. Okay, so they've already got the fire bracelets. And how big are these creatures? They're human-sized. The rock ones are around six feet. The fire ones probably five feet. You can't really tell because the wind ones are hard to see. None of them really look like humans. They're just humanoid shape. Are we on the highway, or, or where are we? You appear to be on some kind of back country road. Uh-huh. As you guys teleport in, you see a convoy of three unmarked SUVs under attack by elemental creatures. A quick look shows you that there appears to be three of each type, three earth golems, three air golems, three fire golems, three water golems. They're spread out in the area. They appear to be attacking in a concerted effort, preventing the vehicles from moving ahead while slowly destroying the vehicles while the uh, planes-closed soldiers appear to be fighting back with minimal effect. Well, I think, you know, we better jump in and help them. Before anything uh, happens, I need everyone to give me a sense plus perception roll. Fourteen and no sixes. You gotta get the bad rolls out of your system. That's right, just knock them out. Maybe this will... It seems to run, like, just an entire game. Like, one game will be, you know, mediocre rolls, and then the next three will be the worst rolls of my life. Like, I didn't know that was possible rolls. Oh, so Lex has got a 30 with one six. All right, so X-Gen's the only one who doesn't hear the music. Doesn't hear? What, the bumblebee? You both can lightly hear over the sounds of shouts, the sound of somebody playing music. Sounds kind of classic. I guess my ears are too advanced <laughs> to hear some this old-ass... Do Does either Savant or Flux have any kind of musical knowledge? Uh, no, except for say they probably listened to more older stuff back then, so... Wait, does it specifically have to do with classical music? Um, any kind of knowledge of music? I mean, if you have any kind of... If you have any knowledge of classical music, that still works. Classical, like, you know, Sir Mix-a-Lot? Well, Fox has 1972 to 1983 pop culture, but unfortunately, Rock Me and Badanis did not come out until 1985, so he has not heard that song. <laughs> uh, what about the... Oh, baby, you... <laughs> Marquee. Didn't, didn't he use a classical... He sampled a classical song? I'm sorry, I... Yeah, I this is not I, Destiny where they could, they, they could listen to Led Zeppelin. I, I, I call that classical music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... None of you recognize the music, but the two of you do hear music. <laughs> Bismarcky is not on the battlefield. <laughs> so is it like an orchestral thing, or is it like a what? It it appears to be a single instrument. What what kind of instrument? Like a theremin? That's what I was asking if you had any kind of musical. But you made a pretty good perception roll, so I'll give this one to you. It appears to be a flute of some kind. Well, you know, there's a world of difference between, say, a flute and a violin. I know. Or a piano. 
Now there's a supervillain for you. Somebody carries around a piano with them. Oh no! Even better if it's one of those like keytars. Uh, there is in oh, fact no. an 80s villain who carried a keytar. Sweet. <laughs> and uh, was opposed by a uh, hero that used a uh, guitar oh. and played country music to her 80s new wave. Oh. Both of those are so sad. I was hoping he had one of those, uh, the little mini piano that you blow into. What is that? It's like a keyboard you blow into. What is that called? Harmonica. Is that what? No, the keyboard that you blow into. I've never heard of a keyboard you blow into. <laughs> our our viewer says they want to see uh, Bismarck Key on the battlefield. See, see, he's a great villain. He's up there with Tomoke. <sighs> I try to bring a little classical music into the game. What do I get? Calls for Bismarck Key. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can we say? But you've got what they need. All right, so we hear this flute. I hate you so much. <laughs> All right, I know where the first attack's going. <laughs> All right, so we're on a roll road. There are three elementals, one of each type, and there is a... Is it an armored truck? What What does that look like? Um, looking at it, they look like unmarked SUVs, but based on the damage they're taking, they are obviously have been uh, built from the ground up with armor. So these are more like shield SUVs, not uh, Joe's car lot SUVs. They're armored vehicles. Yeah, these are very high. These are high quality, high tech vehicles made to look like normal SUVs. Gotcha. No, just a life model decoy of Samuel Jackson. Is that why it keeps getting pulled over? Ah, <laughs> that's racist. Well, since I don't wait, so the music is coming from the SUVs. Yeah, wh- where the is music the- is coming from somewhere. Can I pinpoint that with my awesome perception roll? No. Nope. Tell me that they hear music. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I put a direction to that? Uh, no, um, due to the combat in the area near to you. Okay. The lone flutist is hard to locate. It's if, flautist. If... Thank you very much. It's flautist. <laughs> Sorry. Lone <laughs> flautist. Now, see, if it was a guy with acoustic guitar, I would have accepted douche. But this is a flautist. The Earth Elementals have positioned themselves to block either uh, forward or, or backwards. Two in the front, one in the back, trying to prevent them from driving away. The Air Elementals are very hard to see, but they appear to be in the air above them, firing down upon the SUVs anytime someone tries to open the door to get out. The Fire Elementals appear to be trying to melt the tires... And you're not really sure what the water elementals are doing. They're just kind of standing there. Making sure the car is nice and clean for its destruction. <laughs> they're, they're washing the windows. <laughs> so you can see your impending death. I think I'm going to try and clear the blockage if you can uh, give me some cover. Oh, uh... I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to give you guys cover. Keep it's mind- a rock monster. Punch it really hard. <laughs> what Keep- are its motivations? <laughs> Keep in mind, you don't have a... Too many turns before the SUVs will be too damaged to move because the fire elementals are specifically seem to be aiming for that. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure. Why don't we open up a hydrant and see where we can go from there? When are you guys strong enough to open up one of these hydrants? There are no hydrants. You're on a rural road. A uh, rural road. Well, I'm going to do what Xgen does best, and I'm going to go punch those earth things. Xgen smash. I got, I'm trying to think about how I could go about attacking these guys without necessarily hurting my hand, hands trying to fight them. 
You know Savat. Kick them. Don't you have steel-toed shoes? Well, this this will help you, Any The rock elementals appear to be a collection of boulders that are held together by seemingly nothing. Can you create a lane? Get off the line! <laughs> <laughs> held together by nothing? Right. Uh, they're, just, they're a collection of rocks being held together by some invisible force. Okay, do they have what could be considered, like, joints? Yeah, they are They are vaguely humanoid in shape. Of the four, four elementals, the earth ones are the most humanoid looking. The All fire right. ones just look like walking bonfires. The water are just columns of water. And the air, you can barely see. Well, I'm enhanced with lots and lots of electronics, so I'm going to stay away from those water ones. Since my legs are made out of you know, metal and shit. I'm gonna... Can I kick at their knees and see if maybe I can bring them down? How big are they? Uh, they're roughly six feet tall. Oh, frack it. Oh, Let's do this. I'm, I'm bigger than them, then. Yeah. <laughs> so... You are, in fact, actually taller than the uh, rock elementals, which are the largest of the four elementals. Savannah, give it a try. Well, we should probably do uh, initiative rolls. 36 and two sixes. 31. 46 with one six. All right, so I'm going to say you guys come in mid-combat, and the elementals have already taken their turns. So Savannah is first, then engine. Engine? Engine. X-Gen. Sorry, you you are not the villain from the Jurassic Park series. X-Gen. Then Flux. The only thing I have planned for Savant would be to try to go ahead and kick the knee boulders in an effort to try to bring it down. Yeah, the reason I described what they looked like is to give you an idea that you could kick the rocks away from the main body to deal damage if you wanted. So it doesn't seem like you're just trying to punch a wall. This still seems that way, but we'll still try hard. Patriot kick! So that gives me 38 with 5 dice. Oh, no 6 snapbunch. That's... That'll hit. So, I think I was pretty sure I was going to hit that. Damage for that is 13. Alright, as expected, this is a very uh, hard target that you're hitting, but you notice rocks are knocked away from your blow and it staggers slightly. You get the feeling this thing's very sturdy. Keep myself, keep it defensive. I don't know. I'm not ready to commit myself. I have, nothing, I have no way of knowing how these guys are going to react to us hitting them. Next, Jin. Kind of a little Hulk smash. Very much so. I would like robot legs. I'm sorry, not a robot. Enhanced legs, excuse me. So I use my super sweet enhanced legs. God, I really sound lame when people don't know I'm joking, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, those legs were made for smashing, and that's just what they'll do. You are fired. We're leaving. (laughs) hoozles. I'd like to leap into the air super high and... Come down all like I don't know if that's like a superhero thing, but I want one knee in the air and one foot straight and just you know poof, in the neck like a reverse flying elbow except with my leg. I want to make that uh, a, like a secondary attack and like bypass their armor in the process, like take out their uh, take their head off and maybe they'll be blind. Oops, what am I doing? I know that it's right here. Quick question: <laughs> Are you attacking the same Earth Elemental as Savant or a different Earth Elemental? I'd like to attack the same one. Sorry, I didn't specify. 44 and no sixes. That hits easily. 
That's the bypass order. You have successfully cut its defense in half. Yay! Until it takes a uh, active defense. 47 and 1-6. Okay. You have absolutely no trouble hitting it. Do I take his head off? Do I take his head off? How many wounds you do? 14. As you smash your knee into its face, the top third of the rock golem smashes away into the ground, and it staggers, appearing to barely be, remain standing. Well, that was far more effective than I meant for it to be. It's the same one I was fighting, or the other one? It's the same the, one. Same one. Between the two of you, it appears to be on its last leg. Can I take my second action now to, to finish it? Sure. To the Patriot kick. How many of them? Uh, follow us with a secondary Patriot quick. 24 and 38. I don't think she missed. <laughs> that hits. So another 13. And your blow to the remaining portion of it appears to smash it completely, causing the whatever animating force drives it to wither away as it crumbles back into its component parts. And I raise my, I raise my arm with a word and ask for a high five, because that's totally what you guys do these days, right? High five? <laughs> you point to your head for the high five. Oh, hold on. i got to look it up. When did the high five... Right. Oh, no, so, I'm just teasing. No, here's the funny thing. You, you raise your hand for a high five, and, and uh, Savant, who's significantly shorter than you, looks up and goes, I can't fucking reach that. <laughs> she swears. Oh, my goodness. No, Mike swears. Yeah, I swear. Savant is probably trying to jump up and actually hit the hand, but can't. For the one viewer, I'm like 70 feet, seven feet tall. 70 feet tall? Holy crap. Seven. seven. <laughs> so what's funny is like if she held her hand up like that, Savant might think it was like uh, her dad like training her. It's like, oh, he's supposed to kick my hand. <laughs> Flux. So here's a question. Uh, how close are the trucks? I'm assuming I'm in close range. Yes. Okay. For my first action, I am going to split myself into the SUVs. I guess I'll be kind of in their dashboards-ish, because insubstantial, so that I can talk to the drivers. For my second action, I want to make the SUVs insubstantial with me so they can drive without being affected by the uh, elementals. Yeah, what I'm thinking is I'm going to make the, the vehicles insubstantial and tell them, go now. And then, you know, they'll just kind of drive through me and the column. And that's going to take a... That's, that's a real power huh? Yeah, it's going to take four. Yeah. Burn that will. Done. Hit the gas now. Go, go, go. Like, in succession, telling the car the first to go first to the second one so they don't, like, crash into each other. I feel like you wouldn't have to say anything. They would just see you pop up and be like, ah! <laughs> Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Well, didn't have to say anything there. Good job, me. <laughs> Fortunately for you, Dobson radioed ahead that hero support was com- incoming, so they don't actually freak out when they see you that much. Um, the SUVs, which are still partially damaged, don't move quite as fast as you would hope, but they can get one range increment from the fight. Yeah, I- I'm hoping that once we get them moving, we can shift the attention of the uh, elementals. And by pounding on them and destroying at least one of them up front, the elementals should know they're not going to get to those SUVs without getting through us first. You want to mess with me? Are there any of you not in an SUV? Well, once they start moving, I'm just going to keep standing there. That so. sounds like a recipe for a crash. You don't have to remain in contact with it throughout the drive? Uh, it's just using eight, so that'll last for... 
four turns. I just kind of phase them out, so it, it's really they're they're moving and they're staying still, and you know they'll eventually catch up to them. Yep, yep. You're annoying. We know. We know. You're a bunch of fluxes. <laughs> yeah, they're like flux branded SUVs. My face is like on the slide now. <laughs> like on the wraparound. <laughs> <Flux branded. laughs> that's that's the child in you, huh? Yeah, yeah. That that's the whole tagging world. flux tagging. <laughs> So, so once you are out of the SUV, and X-Gen, you'll now hear this too, the music that you heard before appears to change in tenor. Or not tenor, uh, change in tempo. Ah. Yep. So you, Flux notices that uh, all of a sudden she can hear, she starts to hear this music as it picks up in tempo, and Savant and Flux yep. hear the music change in tempo. Hmm. And it, you can make draw the conclusion, of course, that it's probably in response to whatever you just did. With the killing of the rock creature, or the telling the cars to fuck off? One or both. Next, Next turn, turn, Earth Elemental goes first. So there's only two of the rock monsters one at the end of the caravan. Yeah, the one standing next to you guys will turn and swing a giant rock fist at X-Gen. Oh, I would like to try to catch it and snap him at his elbow joint, and then maybe rip it off and beat his ass with it, but that seems like more than that seems like more than two moves and I'm willing to use a willpower to beat his ass. I guess I, I, guess I could do... Would it take two willpower to bypass his armor and uh, beat him to death with his own arm? Well, okay, so what you're doing is an interrupting action, right? This is something that's happening at the same time as the attack. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you should only be able to pull off the attack on him first. Is Unless this... you want to do a rapid action. Well, I, yeah, I at least want to try and block him from hitting me. Yeah, so if you just make an attack roll, you can interrupt his attack with your fist. <laughs> Instead of your face. I want to see, I want to let her interrupt uh, Interrupt it first before I interrupt it. Before I go in there. 47 and 1-6. Right, despite its good roll, you beat it. Yay! So I stopped it from hitting me. Well, no, as it went to hit you, you instead grabbed its arm and snapped it. Yeah. So, All right. So the creature's been interrupted. Unless somebody wants to try something else, it's going to take its second swing at X Gen. Since I'm next to that rock creature, also, right? Yes. Yeah. So let me teach you how it's done. <laughs> As she goes ahead, there's a rapid action against uh, against it. Okay. So I got to roll off against him, right? Yep. So okay, I have a twenty-eight plus five dice. Uh, what what are your two actions that you're doing with the rapid action? Are you blocking and striking, or are you just going to go for, like, a double strike? So I was basically going to go ahead and... I was thinking, since she already stopped it and did the arm break, so I will go ahead and do a kick to the midsection and then follow up with a freaking uh, elbow strike. I rolled a 44. Yep, you easily beat it. All right, so that's... Uh, that's I got to roll... Okay, so the first strike hit it, right? They, well, they, they both hit. Rapid action's all done in a single roll. Okay, so that's 10 and 10. No sixes? No, no sixes in that bunch. So as it comes in for the second swing, you quickly strike it twice, knocking it off balance, but appearing to do very little damage to it. I don't but I look good doing it. That's what matters. Oh, what a great girl you'll make. No, no, no. I, I, that was me. That was not her. The second Earth Elemental will sink into the ground and erupt out of the ground between the two of you, doing an area of effect attack. I can still do my, I still get my normal defense if I want to use it, right? 
Yep, you each have still have a single action left if you want to do something. Yes, you know what? Uh, well, I don't know what it needs to hit yet, to be honest. Well, so far you guys have easily managed to uh, hit the hit the earth elementals as well as interrupt their attacks. All right, so the other one tried to go ahead and sink itself interpose between us. Yeah, it's going to erupt out of the ground between you, trying to hit both of you with the explosion of earth. Can I go ahead and sweep the leg? <laughs> sweep him before he does it? Well, if you want, as it comes up, you could sweep the head, because it's erupting out of the ground to try and hit both of you. Yeah, so let me try it. I'll give it a shot. What's the worst thing that happens? I got so little armor, I don't think it's going to make a difference anyway. So Five dice, 58 with one six. Easily hits. So 13 plus 2 for the 6, right? Yep. So that's 15 total. As it tries to erupt out of the ground, you kick its head off, causing it to stagger and fail to hit either of you. That's awesome. Thank you. No problem. She's just taking up the martial arts, and her her self-hot stance against it. She's feeling kind of cocky at that point. Next is the water elementals, which will all turn into kind of a uh, little wave and just flow across the ground following the three SUVs. I would like to interrupt this. All right. I want to put the fire elementals directly in the path of the wave. You got an eight-pointer? This is just my regular attack, but I'm going to do radius and selective on it. This is not turning out good for these guys, huh? (laughs) Well, I mean, we've only taken out two of the war. You you have taken out one and injured two. Yeah, so it's going okay. I'm hoping to take out six with this move. Because I'm going to hope that the water is weak to fire and the fire is weak to water. And uh, I'm essentially... Exactly. And so I'm hoping that by teleporting them there, I'm just going to turn all six of them into steam. It's all within the same range. It's really just narration around the phase strike. Yeah. Alright, roll that beautiful bean footage. That's a 40 to hit. That'll easily hit all of them. And that's 8 damage plus whatever you decide to do because I'm putting fire in the way of water and vice versa. For narration's effect, I'll give you double damage on all of them. Oh, okay. You did how much again? It was 8? Eight? 8, so 16. Oh, that hurts them a lot. Oh, actually, the water elementals all appear to be... Uh, Pretty heavily injured, but they appear to be made of stern stuff. The fire elementals are all toast. Let me ask you a question. Shoot. Can I have a willpower back if I take eight damage from doing that? I I should have come up with this earlier, but I was like, can I can I take eight damage because you know that's how much damage I'd be inflicting? Let, let me take eight of that damage and and spend one less willpower. Sure. You know, burning myself in the process. So as you grab each fire elemental and burn yourself and move them in place, makes thematic sense to me. Yeah. Air. So, uh, Dave, yes. do, you, do you have tracking? Do I have tracking? Yes, I do. Yeah, because you're about to be attacked by uh, stealthy foes. They formed into a mob above you, unless you want to make a perception, sense perception tracking to see if you can detect them or just burn your once procession tracking bonus to automatically not have to use surprise defense. Your choice. Because they're attacking you from a stealth position. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I will use my tracking bonus. I don't need eyes to see. There's no sticking up on me. Yes, but can you distinguish one uh, gust of air from another? Why, yes, I can. Yeah. 
They're actually going to be against your normal defense instead of your surprise defense. You want to take an action? Um, you have one left. I'm going to hold on to my one action for right now. That's going to be a 39. So that's 12 wounds as all three of them blow very powerful gusts down upon you. I will spend my, my phased. The turkey bastard. And fire doesn't get a turn. Savant, uh, actually you used both of your actions. X-Gen, you still have one. Ac- you still have two actions left, I believe. No, I, I, I used one. Oh, okay. Right on the Earth Elemental. You have two Earth Elementals standing I've been covering her for, the, for as much as I could. <laughs> what? What? I've been covering your character. Thank you. And you have two wounded Earth Elementals still standing before you. Okay. Okay, well, I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Would it take two actions for me to, like, I don't know, leap into the air and do, like, split kicks at each of them since they're right next to each other in front of me or whatever? Yes, unless you wanted to spend willpower to make your attack, like, an AoE. How many? One if you want to hit everything around you, two if you want to be selective and not hit. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was going to say Sabat's still close to me. Um, The other option you can do is to take a rapid action at a minus 20 to hit to do two actions, one against each of them. That just seems like a terrible idea. They have been very easy to hit so far. Okay. And they've exhausted all their actions. Okay. I guess I will take a rapid action and hope for the best. I got 38. Counting your minus 20? Yeah, counting my minus 20 and with the exploding dice. You hit them both? What's your damage? Damage is 10. All right, so you give them a light brush. Yeah, these guys appear to be very heavily armored. Not that hard to hit, though. Uh, Flux, I believe you still have one action. Okie dokie. So, the water is still going after the um, after the SUVs? Yeah, yep. they appear to just be following the SUVs. The gust of wind that was going to channel and hit me will hit the wave of water. Um, nothing special there, that's just my phase strike description. You love to burn that weapon. Well, I didn't have to spend any willpower for that. If so, you want to hit more than one water elemental, wouldn't you? Oh, I thought they were a single wave now. Actually, yeah, they're, I turned them into a mob as well. All right, so that is 36 to hit. <laughs> water is... Hits. And eight damage. It doesn't appear to deal much damage. I like uh, brushing across the waves. I made the waves ripple. Next turn, the... The SUVs continue another uh, range increment away. And then they encounter what appears to be a wall that physically stops them, despite the fact that they appear to be insubstantial. You hear a sharp note as the wall forms before the SUVs. Okay. So we're dealing with the Pied Piper of Elements. Interestingly enough, the only time you've ever really seen your powers fail was once before, during your issue zero. Well, it's not that they failed, it's that someone was able to track me using temporal magic. And now you've encountered something that has prevented your insubstantial. (laughs) The wall appears to be made of uh, all four elements kind of combined and swirling through the wall as it corrals the SUVs. With the music changing, can we get a sense of where it's coming from? Yeah, you are closest, and your natural sense and perception are more than high enough that there's a copse of trees up ahead that you're pretty sure is where the music is coming from. How far is that? Uh, Two range increments from where you are. Because you didn't stay with the SUV, so there are two range increments ahead of you. 
Earth. The seemingly mindless golems will continue their flailing at the two of you. Uh, we'll start with Savant. Alright, you're saying that they're going to follow up on the attacks against me? Yeah, they seem to have uh, very one-track minds and are just going to continue flailing at you. The rapid attack doesn't allow me to hit both of them, both of them, different, uh, at, both of them at the same time, right? Or does it? It does. Um, each action can target a separate target if you want. Okay. Let me do the rapid uh, rapid action with the uh, with the with the heavy blow, so I can get a couple extra damage in. All right. So that'll give me what uh my another. Actually, I gotta look that up. For minus every 10. minus ten for every three damage you want to add to the attack. Well, I already have five dice into that because I already have a specialty, right? Right. You're not gonna get an extra die. So just minus ten for that. Eighteen plus five dice. Right, you get the plus four from the specialty, but not the extra die. Putting you at a 32, minus another 10 would be 22 at your base for an extra three damage for both attacks. So 22, and then, you know what? I'm going to spend a willpower to explode the dice. That's why if I can, if I can manage to get a couple of sixes in on this on this roll, I might be able to take them out. Okay, 32 and six, that's 38 with one six. You beat him. All right, so one attack against each. That would be, what, 15? Yep. High kick to the first one. Sweep it to the low kick for the second. Um, they are reeling, but still managing to stay up. But they are very heavily damaged at this point. One of them will go for X-Gen. Well, I'm just going to target one of them this time and going to bypass the armor and hit the shit out of them right. with a punch to the not face. Actually, I keep getting about the bypass armor. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be super effective. Well, like, each of you have your different fighting style. 56 and 3 sixes. Holy pain, Batman. 48 and 1 six. What's the damage? 14. Yeah. He crumbles down to dust. And the la- and Savant's will turn and take its last swipe at her. I'm going to go ahead and try to beat it to the blunt with my other action. Poor, poor Earth Elementals. Just can't keep up. All right, Patriot Kick. That's 16 to 38. That hits easy enough. I got one six, so that's uh, 15 points. Yep, it goes down. Nice. As he, pull, as he pulls off a high kick for a Street Fighter. Wow, I didn't think that would work. How does she know what Street Fighter is? I've been watching the video games on that YouTube thing. All the earth elementals are down, all the fire elementals are down. The water elementals will move up and basically finish off the enclosing of the SUVs by positioning themselves where the wall ends to block in the SUVs. They still are phased unless the water elementals are able to bypass that. Which they aren't. They just stand there and wait. The air elementals are going to kind of vanish from sight and merge with the air currents, then try to sneak attack you again. Alright, what is your sense perception tracking? Sense is 12, perception is 8, and my tracking is 3, so 23. And uh, I have spatial awareness, so can I add in my power too? I'll be nice and say sure. So 35. That's a partial. Does a partial really kind of count? It's up to you how you want to count it. I'll give it to you. You managed to beat them by a whole 3. But they're still going to try to molest you. Do you want to do anything or no, uh, but I, I should warn you, and actually I probably should have said this before, um, I'm still phased until my next turn, so, or until my turn, is, my action comes up. Not that they would know that, but... Yeah, so their blast passed through you. 
Yeah. Uh, Savant's taking both her actions. Exion's taking both her actions. Flux. I am going to hop over to the trees. All right. So you appear over by the trees, and you find a person there. Surprise, surprise. You'd be surprised if he was even 18. Looking at him, he is probably one of the most beautiful men you've ever seen. He's not handsome. He would actually be classified as beautiful. Oh, I'm, so, I'm from the 80s. I understand. He's dressed in very um, very formal attire. It looks like it's probably a couple ages off. He'd probably fit better in like a uh, the 18th century with the outfit he's wearing. He does have what appears to be a silver flute, which he is still currently playing as you appear. I gotta try and disarm him. As you go to disarm him, you do sense blink. Of course. Just thought I'd learn. All right, so as I grab for the flute, uh, I am going to add, you realize you people are working for Space Hitler, right? We have someone from the future that can tell you what he did. That's how you described him. That's how Mike described him. I described him as future Hitler. All right, that is a 42 with a 6. All right, so as you go to grab it, Blink appears in front of you, does a quick little hand wave between the two of you, and your hands appear to pass through both of them as if you were reaching through a portal she opened to block you. And then she says, I'm working for Space Hitler? Yes. She will then turn and look at the guy behind him and go, why didn't you tell me you were Space Hitler? No, no, your other guy. What other guy? So this is Dr. Lifespark? No, that's not Dr. Lifespark. That's what I thought. Yeah, Lifespark. I don't work for Dr. Lifespark. I do the occasional favor for him. You're still as flunky and you're helping him kill a lot of people. What? Your actions are going to cause the deaths of a lot of people. You see that seven foot tall woman back there? She's from the future. She can give you the records. The little Forrest Gump wave? No? Okay, fine. She just kind of looks at you confused. The man standing behind her will stop playing his music for a moment to speak. And he has a very uh, musical voice. It's very fitting for somebody who's probably way too beautiful. As he asks, what are you talking about? I have no intention of killing anyone. Life Spark is going to kill people. Who is Life Spark? Do you want to explain who he is? I will look over at like. He's this, He's this weird, weird doctor, doctor who lives in a cave and does weird experiments. I do the occasional favor for him to steal stuff when he needs it, and he does the occasional favor for me to heal people. I have no idea what Black Hole Man is talking about. Being that uh, Flux doesn't really need eyes to see this, mm-hmm. I'll just let you know that when he stops playing the music, the Elementals continue doing what they were doing. I could hope, right? You still have an action if you want to take it. Oh, before I forget, looking at the man, you do notice that he appears to be wearing a both an amulet and a ring that match the descriptions of the one stolen. Thought you'd want to know. Yes, that, that's good information to have. Your friends need to go to jail now. And uh, if they try and stop me, I will do something. They both appear to be standing there waiting to see what you're doing. And we have a standoff. Yes, we actually do have a standoff at this point. So everybody holds their action. Next turn, Savant and X-Gen are two increments away from the water elementals, one away from the air elementals. Okay, what I was thinking to do is to, at this point was just try to close the distance. I would like to attempt to use my, my parkour roll in order to try to, to get the extra uh, range increment. Right. So yeah, that's constitution plus movement. Alright, so con is 8, movement is 8, that's 16, 
Uh, I don't like that. I believe the bonus from movement, uh, the kicker from movement allows you to spend a willpower to move uh, as well, doesn't it? Okay, you know what? If I can't do that extra movement with the willpower, I'll do that. It's just one, right? So you just got to be 20 with your roll. All right, so let me make the roll now. I just just have to roll a four on three dice. I think I made it. You did indeed. So I have another action left, right? But I get there? All right. Okay, what I was thinking to do on my next action was to go ahead and use Dad's shield and try to toss it at the wall in order to try to shatter it so that the vehicles could keep going. So, but what I wanted to do first, since I'm here, was to go ahead and use the bypass armor check so that when I make the roll on the next turn, I'll be able to pull it off. All right. Unfortunately, I've lost my place in where bypass armor is at. You just roll at a minus 10, and if you succeed, the uh, target's armor is cut in half until they make an active defense. That'll give me a 34 and 4 dice. 53 with 1 6. You succeed. Okay, so I'll, I'll, that's it from that's it for me for this turn. Next gen. Right, keeping in mind you're ranging from away from the closest fight and two away from the rest of the fight. Um, I have the ability to drop into stealth during combat, so I guess I'd like to use an action doing that. So you want to try and sneak your way to the fight? Yes. All right, roll up your dex, stealth, and power since your power supports dex. Thirty-six and one six. So you, you stealthily do a single reinforcement. That's your turn. Okay. So, so the water the elementals are waiting for your phase to wear off, which is how many more turns? Uh, it's four turns past the first one, so fifth turn. This is either the third or the fourth. I think it's the fourth. Yeah, I think it's the fourth as well. So they continue waiting. The air elementals will shift and move over to where the water elementals are above the SUVs and will wait as well. Flux, you're still in your standoff. Are you going to do anything? Can I make a forensic roll to see if there's some key detail I've missed about what's going on in this scene? You want to do that instead of, like, intuition? Well, intuition is for when you... Well, I guess both would work. Intuition is for when there's no clear path forward. And then uh, forensics is when you've seen something, but you might not realize how important it is. So you tell me which one I should roll. Tell me what you're thinking is going on. Seeing that this guy is the one wearing the ring and these bracelets, and that hearing that Life Spark is not the one that was controlling her, I'm having a hard time thinking of a good way of talking them down. Space Hitler is a, a great uh, party catcher, you know, attention grabber. But she's working for uh, the flautist, which is a very different situation because I don't know anything about this guy. Except for him playing to Except that he's a flautist. And having a pretty sweet style, apparently. With sweet, sweet, sweet feathered hair. I mean, just look at it. It's gorgeous. Actually, I forgot something. You have a uh, special sense. So you're, uh, probably should mention this before, but now that you're really thinking about it, you notice that uh, your sense of temporal weight is really kind of pointing to this guy being very important to the future. If you want to make a power plus sense roll, okay. I'll give you a little more information, see if you can discern how and why. That's a 31 with no sixes. You're kind of getting a sense of a, uh, a two different doors, and depending on the actions of the man standing mm-hmm. behind Blink, you can sense either a great deal of death or a great deal <laughs> of life. And as it currently stands, there's an equal chance of either happening. 
let me try and be compelling here. We're standing on a precipice. The actions you take right now are going to have a weight that resonates through history. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're doing this exactly, but I know that the people that are in those vans need to get where they're going, or people will die. I understand that your abilities come from moving through time and space, so do mine, but I can sense the weight of history in certain moments, and this is one of them. Question. When you say your powers deal with moving through time and space, are you talking to Blink? Yeah. Right. Like, the first part is, is addressed to both of them. Because, yeah, uh, Blink isn't triggering your temporal weight. Yeah, no, I understand that. The, the first statement is addressed to both of them. The second part is addressed specifically to Blink. All right. The man looks at you and seems to think for a moment, and while he thinks idly, he kind of spins the flute between his fingers. It may not make sense to you. Everything I do is for the betterment of Gaia. Humanity has become a plague upon her, and the choices I make will dictate whether or not that plague is destroyed or contained. I will not stand simply by as the earth is rotted from without. My powers will simply not allow this. If no one else will stand up for her, then I will do what is necessary. I am trying to do this with the least amount of lost life as possible. Do not make this harder than it needs to be. You may feel that way now, but I'm telling you the actions you're taking will result in death. You are going to cause people to die if you don't change your course. And what is more important, the loss of a million lives or the loss of six billion lives? No action now will lead to all death. Some action now may lead to some death, which is the greater loss. You notice that as he says this, he seems very sad about the thought of people dying. He does not seem happy about the choices he's making, but he's determined to make them. I can say this. I'm new to this time, new to this era. I know that even in my time, there were people trying to heal the earth, but I don't sense the death of six billion people by stopping you. I do sense the death of millions if I don't. He seems to think upon what you say, uh, lifts his flute to his lips. Do you try to do anything? Not yet. A single, long, sad note will play from the flute. As the long, sad note uh, rings throughout the air, the water elementals seem to fade into just the moisture in the air. The wind elementals return to their base components of just wind, and the elemental wall collapses. That was blocking the SUVs. He'll lower the flute and look at you. I will assume that you are right, and that this day holds some weight. But I will not stop until I have everything I need to save Gaia. She speaks to me through her elementals, and I feel their pain every time humanity poisons her. Preserving the Earth is clearly a noble cause, but we have to be careful to avoid doing more harm than good. He will look at you and just shake his head and go, Yes, all humans care about is making sure humanity doesn't get injured. What care they for all the other creatures? Simply because they're smarter than the other monkeys. Can I hear this? Um, You're a range increment away, so with a perception roll, sure. Mm, Fuck it. I'm only asking for joke's sake. (laughs) Then no. (laughs) Absolutely fuck not. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the conversation's been going on long enough that if the Savant next-gen wanted to, you guys could probably be arriving at the uh, little powwow. 
but I've already made the effort to drop into stealth. Yeah, and then Dave ruined it by talking the villain out of continuing the fight. God damn it. Blame Dave. Sadly drop out of drop out of stealth and just fights over now. I actually have this picture in my Bunch mind. Punch a tree. That's not helping. That's so not helping. Don't punch the trees. Um, so as, after she punches the tree... I was... He, but okay, sure, let's go with it. He will do a slight whistle and the tree will smack you in the head. Oh, but not on the arse? No, right in the head. A branch literally swings down and just whacks you. What was that? Was that the sad theme music? Yeah. <laughs> you get like a Godzilla face bump. You know, Savant was actually moved by his words. So you're going to become an eco-terrorist? No. But, I mean, I got a computer and I got time on my hands. I might make a study to put to the EPA. I don't think the EPA existed in your time because I think Nixon is the one that instituted the EPA. I'm going to step down from office before any charges are pressed now. Any retort to his disparaging of the human creature? I will look sad, which unfortunately in this case is just, again, just void in time and space, you know, empty void. So no Man, that black hole sort of looks sad. <laughs> That's a sad-looking black hole. Somebody play some sad Hulk walking away music. He called us my chimpanzees. You were actually chimpanzees. And then realize that I have just disconnected myself from humanity. He'll speak up as he looks at Exha and go, well, some of us are apparently robotic monkeys. Enhanced. There's not much biological left about you, is there? Well, I my core is real. Uh, my core is unenhanced. I mean, if you don't count my um, spine or my liver, because college was fun, or my kidneys, because bad boyfriend. But I'm human. I'm not sure Gaia truly agrees with that assessment. I have a tad bit of trouble distinguishing you from a rock. She holds her head up all haughtily. Someday you'll see. Everyone's enhanced. Assuming the world is still there to see. She's from the future, or a future. Well, no one has anything else to say. He'll turn to blink and say, I believe this fight is over this day. We have other things to see to. If you would, Miss Blink. If they teleport away, I think... Well, they clearly are going to. Yeah, once they leave, uh, I'm going to turn to uh, Action and Savant. Once they, like, seeing the caravan, like, moving on and stuff like that, and just say, uh, I need to get my head together, and I'm going to teleport away. Leaving them in the rural area with no way to get home? Yeah, I was, I was just going to say that. Like, didn't he bring us? Yeah. Our ride just went. <laughs> All right, so we're stuck here. How far away are we from home? You don't even know where you are. All, are there, are there all Dobson gave Flux was uh, geographical coordinates to teleport to. Don't I have internets? There's no Wi-Fi out here. Don't I have satellite something? Oh, you just want all the expensive stuff, huh? Remember, uh, you needed to take spend like a day to rework all your systems to work with this low-fi technology, and you haven't had a chance to yet? Okay. Well, then I turn around and... <laughs> Put my thumb towards my back and say, I guess hop on. Let's go. Choose the direction. <laughs> I forgot she flies. I run. Fine. I, I hop on. Oh, when we get a chance, I gotta get my passport. I gotta get some cash. The next time I'm not getting stranded out here like this. 
as Extrona's running, she turns back and goes, are you talking to me? She needs to make sure she has cash on her next time she goes out on the field assignment. As you guys are running, are you running towards the SUVs or away from the SUVs? Towards. Alright, so you guys run towards the SUVs. The SUVs are limping along fairly slowly due to the damage they took. Well, it's not like I could give her my give give them my dad's AAA card. You guys easily overtake the SUVs. But what does Savant think? Should we like flag them down and catch a ride, or should we just keep running? I said we see if we can get a ride from them. If we can get a ride from them, that saves us the trouble. I'm sure you wouldn't want to wear out your shoes. I don't wear shoes. So the caravan will come to a stop, and the seeming leader of the ragtag band, who's looking a little ruffled after the elemental attack, will step out, and he'll actually salute to the both of you. Well, um, I'm Savant. Nice to meet you. He seems uh, very happy that you guys arrived. We are very grateful for your intervention. We're here to protect you, citizen. Oh, can you stop that? That's the way my dad talked. <laughs> Is that... Is that not how, how, how people talk these days? We've, we've just got out of a jimmy jammed of a situation. We should beat feet to the nearest military base, so wherever you're going. Say, can we catch a lift on your automobile? Are the two of oh. you going to go bust down a speakeasy next? I've never been to a speakeasy. My mom will let me. What? My mom will let me go to the speakeasy. Aren't you like 12? Hmm? Aren't you like 12? Also, also, I don't think they had speakeasies in France. Oh yeah, pretty, pretty sure that was an American thing. I guess I don't, they, I don't think booze was ever alcohol was ever uh, illegal in France. <laughs> no, no I just I just thinking about some maybe some hidden club because of the whole Nazi thing. Do you uh you two ladies need a lift? Actually, yes, yes we do. Hey, oh gents, thanks for the offer. It'd, it'd be nice just to make sure that you get there, get where you're going in one piece, and then and then somehow we'll have to manage to try to get a trip back to New York. Well, as we're currently transporting these prisoners to a secret prison, we can't take you all the way there. Well, can you take us to the nearest city? Yeah, there, there's a outpost we can uh, drop you off where we when we change vehicles, but that's as far as... That's more than five, sir. I appreciate yeah. your gesture. Yeah, it's as far as I'm comfortable going without an actual uh, order from my superiors. Is there any way to get back to New York from the... Outpost you're taking us to? Yeah, they should have a vehicle or a driver who can take you back to New York. Keen. Do you want to ride with the villains? Do you want to ride with the soldiers? Where do you want to ride? Uh, how about we just ride with y'all? I will ride with the villains just, you know, to provide some extra security. <laughs> he directs X-Gen to the second SUV. So as you get into the second SUV, you are sad to see that neither of the villains is actually awake. They both appear to have uh, devices on their heads that seem to be keeping them in a unconscious state. Hi. <laughs> Ma'am, please stop poking the psychotic supervillain. It will look so dangerous to me. Well, technically one of them should look dangerous. He is a seven-foot-tall oh, yeah. demon. Yeah, I almost forgot about him. It's the other one who doesn't look dangerous, except when she's laughing maniacally and exploding. Unless you guys want to do something else, it's a fairly uneventful ride as you ride with two unconscious supervillains in one car. 
Oh, Ma'am, please stop poking the psychotic supervillain. They're asleep. They don't know. <laughs> I'm just glad I stayed in the first car. Now, I have nothing else to add except to having a conversation with soldiers. And I have plenty of tales I can regale with my dad. Well, I bet they're loving that. Well, actually, uh, upon seeing the shield, they'll have all sorts of questions for you. Yeah, they they will listen fairly attentively to you as you tell stories of the ye old good days. Well, most of the stories, uh, a lot of the stories I was told is from my mom about how he was involved in World War II, helping to liberate France. Before uh, we fast forward, Flux, were you doing anything particular? He's a uh, or are you? Are, yeah, I was about to say, are you brooding upon a rooftop next to a gargoyle in the dark in the rain? Sort of. I am, in fact, on top of a roof of what looks like a. Uh, Mostly run-down building with a uh, silo on top of it in the middle of the woods. Oh, that's not as bad as me thinking that you were on top of the, uh, like, gang's hideout. Like, that motherfucker teleported back to our base, just left us. Yeah, he's on top of this, like, white silo that's next to a a brick building. Thinking Thinking deep thoughts. Thinking deep thoughts about what he said. I'm not hoping anymore. Alright, so we'll skip ahead a few hours. X-Gen and Savant have no problem finding a uh, ride after their amazing rescue and getting back to New York. Nobody really notices or bothers Flux in his brooding. <laughs> Where is my yeah. Am I, I crew shadows brooding? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty brooding. So, you guys make it back to a base with no problems. Everything's been quite quiet since the attempted breakout. Do you have any plans? A nice hearty dinner. I will remind you that uh, within Savant's head is a fuck ton of encrypted information. Yeah, we still gotta go through. That you either need to try and decrypt on your own or write down so others can help you decrypt, depending on what you want to do. Well, we still have that computer that we were using that they were using for the um, freezer and those old IBM mainframes. You want to just use that and type out all the information instead of wasting a shit ton of paper? Well, except for the fact that it probably uses cards. X-Gen, do you have anything specific you want to do? Fine. Plus. Well, if I may make a suggestion, spending some time uh, downgrading your software to work with the low-grade technology of the time you're currently living in. Oh, that would be smart, wouldn't it? Unless you want to give me a computer interface that's, that uses a real keyboard and not a punch cards. I'm going to downgrade and Flux, are you still brooding? Uh, I've actually found my old uh, cassette player and a uh, cassette of the man who sold the world. Really? All right, so Flux is brooding for another 12 hours. I, I guess after a few hours, there'll just be a point where Flux is standing in the headquarters, like looking at the river. Yeah, I'm trying to key entry in all those, all those numbers. We will close out there with you guys having the little time to rest, reflect, and get a few important tasks done that are tad bit time-consuming, such as transcribing the code, downgrading equipment, and thinking about your life as a monster. Mm. With this downtime, I will give you all XP. Woo! I still haven't used any yet. All right, everybody gets five experience. X-Gen, you will get two ex- extra experience due to your actions. Flux, you will get two additional experience for actions uh, throughout the last five sessions, and Savant will also get two. Ooh. You guys managed to even it out. 
I got to yeah. tell much stories about my dad. Yeah, Flux got a bonus experience in the first session for uh, trying to talk it out with Blink and preventing her from engaging in combat. He also got one in the third session for being a tricky bastard. Yeah, Savant got a bonus experience for uh, going for the hostages first during the first session and for reliving the glory days in this session. Extrin <laughs> uh, got experience for Extrin Smash. <laughs> Actually, yes, that was one of yours. And you also got one for your uh, use of your cyber brain during the third session. Sorry, positron brain. Get that shit right. So you guys have fun with the first arc? So enough. That's weird, but yeah. With the flautist being the actual uh, mastermind. I enjoyed my red herring. That was fun. Red herring? It's a chance for... it's. Everything's been so rushed for you guys throughout the set. Throughout the last couple sessions, you finally have a chance to take a break, do some of the stuff you've been meaning to do, and I figured I'd award XP so you could spend it to upgrade things. Okay. Yeah, spend, like, the next day or two recovering from the last two days of constant action. So, <laughs> on a different note, how's everyone feel about the campaign so far? It's been fine. It's the whole elemental thing was a weird, a weird direction that I didn't expect to go through. Uh, the musician character was originally going to be the character I played for the school game. Mm. Back when uh, you were going to be the plant lady, I think. I thought that was me being the plant lady. Yeah. yeah. Was that you? No. I couldn't yeah, remember yeah. who was the plant lady. Uh, Tulip. The only other thing I was going to be was the name. I think my elementals did pretty well. You guys did a very good job of controlling and bashing them down. Wood roots. Most of my, I haven't really used much of my mental... Acuity, I think. Most of my stuff has been kind of on the physical side anyway. Oh, I try to snap up the, my martial art description. Right. Extra smash. And Savant has uh, used her photographic abilities um, once for the whole oh, the yeah? speed reading to try and, uh, and then the memorizing of all the information yeah. was your mental abilities. Uh, your ability to mimic phrase martial arts and put her down quicker. I'm trying to balance it with, like, ev kind of trying to keep it like every other session with, uh, like, investigation here, combat here, trying not to flood you with either one. Yeah, but I mean, we just still got to figure out what happened to our dad. Oh, don't worry. I have an idea of that. Dave, your concept. Your concept is very different from any other character I've worked with. Just imagine trying to do your character as, as a freaking hero character. I'm trying to play Flux, you know, like I, I try and play it like I'm looking at it, and hopefully that's not too obnoxious, since I realize I'm doing a lot of things that aren't just, I hit them. I'm well, fine with that. Instead of, like, describing my attack as punching somebody, I describe my attack as, I take the fire elementals and put them in front of the water element. If he had to talk the guy down, I was going to go ahead and throw my shield against the freaking wall. That was my next plan. I kept trying to give you guys subtle hints that you weren't having all that much trouble hitting them. You guys could have done more damage against the elementals if you'd wanted to. I already have heavy blow already set up in my attack. And I already have 38 plus 5 dice with the heavy blow. I don't think I can make it any more damaging. Yeah, you can. Well, yeah. For every additional 10, you get another 3 damage. So you drop it to 28, add another 3 damage. Drop it to 18, add yet another 3 damage. So I could have probably gotten away with bringing it down to 28 and getting a uh, heavy blow times 2. You probably could have taken it all the way down to 18. 
Yeah, the only time you it even remotely came close to you not beating the Earth Elemental's attacks was when I rolled high. Um, I like that we're getting better at using the interrupting action and the flexible initiative. Yeah, um, you guys took very good advantage of that, seeing as how you were fighting what basically amounted to a mindless golem that whose only purpose was to continuously attack you. I wanted to see how you would react if it just did nothing but try to hit you. And you reacted quite well. You interrupted it effectively, kept it from hurting you, and took them all down. Savant is supposed to be a lot better martial artist. Both X-Gen and Savant did a very good job of both dishing out damage and protecting each other. Neither of you got hit once that entire fight, despite the fact that you were pretty much two, three against two. You kept them locked down, you kept them from damaging you, and you basically ripped them apart. I thought you guys did quite expertly at that. Only way that fight could have gone better is if uh, Frey and the demon got free. (laughs) (laughs) Blink was on hand to teleport them away, just in case. I'm glad I could fuck that up. I've tried to drop hints uh, towards uh, any kind of limitations regarding Blink's abilities, based on what you've guys seen so far. Well, I think next session, a portion of it for Flux is going to be trying to sort out her limitations. Savant really needs to try to go ahead and try to get herself more acclimated to the 21st century. She feels like Buck Rogers. All right. I'm going to head on out, guys. All right. It's been swell, but the swelling's gone down. (laughs) Really? (laughs) We hope you have enjoyed this presentation of the Three Rivers Academy. Our theme music is by Kevin McLeod and is available online at incompetech.com. So it's 20 plus 4 dice. Oh, that's what I was asking. I asked if I had to make a roll. Nobody said anything. They did. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike was talking, so I guess I wasn't listening. <laughs> but he's the one that was answering your question. Oh, was he?